you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky Live here in New York City. It's Monday, December 12th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. It's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. It's so beautiful when a full song can just get you hyped from a whole day of football yesterday. Jay, what'd your day look like watching what games? What caught your eye? Uh, I was watching the games as I was taking part in my son's birthday party. It was mm. kids aplenty, as mm. you would say. So I'm very happy to be here at this breakfast table with all adults on this early Monday morning. Mm -hmm. so, Having yes. very mature conversation about yes. throngs of fans. Yes. Yeah, I uh, love the word throng. It's great. Yeah. great word. Let's get to the lead block. Uh, <laughs> NFL Network Insider Ian Rapport joining us now. Bad news yesterday. We saw Debo Samuel go down. He gets carted off. He was very emotional. The team surrounded him. It's always a really tough sign to see. But what's the outlook this morning? You sort of learn to not judge an injury by the reaction from the player, but just kind of take a little bit of a breath. And I would say that was very helpful in this situation because you look at Debo Samuel, it seemed like he was getting emotional, was hurt coming off the field, on the cart, seemed like a significant injury. And he is expected to be, uh, if the MRI confirms a high ankle sprain, which but Kyle Shanahan said expected to be out about a month, so not insignificant, but certainly not the kind of season-ending thing that it appeared when he ran through the line. Got twisted up and appeared to be in significant pain. So Debo Samuel going to get an MRI today, but as I mentioned, the thought is that it's high ankle. Generally, those are four- to six-week injuries. From yesterday to the first round of the playoffs, it is five weeks. So if all goes well, if it is what they think, that Debo Samuel should be on the field for the playoffs for the 49ers, which, of course, is the most important thing. I mean, Ian, the 49ers have just been riddled with injuries this season, yet they still sit atop their division. They still look fantastic. How they are doing this is a very talented team, well-coached. 49ers look yeah. really good. Well Best of luck yeah. to them. Ian Rapport, thank you very much. Talk to you a little bit later yeah. on. A lot of huge games yesterday, Kyle. you got to pick one. 
Which team made the loudest statement in your book from Sunday? It's San Francisco 49ers over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A couple weeks back, Jimmy Garoppolo goes out and there is a sense of relief amongst the NFC contenders. You hate to see Jimmy get hurt, but okay, well, they don't have to worry about the Niners anymore. Fast forward this because, oh, crap, I guess this guy can play. <laughs> we were kind of hoping he would fall on his face. We don't have to worry about this team in the... In January or February or wherever they come from, look to the part, look totally unafraid. The throws are great. The body language is even better. Um, I said this earlier in the show. They uh, cut to other action on Fox because Brock Purdy was beating Tom Brady so bad. Brock Purdy was pulled from this game. <laughs> they took him out. They said, Josh Johnson, get in there. Like, that's how much they were beating him. And I posed the question to our research staff. Has Tom Brady ever been on the receiving end of a Kurt Menefee or James Brown coming out and saying, folks, we're going to cut to other action? It has never happened. The worst, this is the third worst regular season loss of Tom Brady's career. The worst ever was in 2020 to the Saints, where they lost by five touchdowns. But that was a Sunday night football, so there ain't no other action to cut to <laughs> unless you go to some CSI show or something. But no, they didn't do it. So it's never happened to Brady before. That's how good Purdy was. That's how good the Niners' defense is. I think I was most impressed by them. And I would like the four of us to come together, see if you guys are in on this. I would like us to make an agreement as a show that we are not going to bring up the Mr. Irrelevant thing. I, I, I'm kind of over it. It's yeah. already completely played. We've had a whole week of pointing out that he was the last person in the draft and that it is interesting and is material. But we don't have to mention it every time it comes up. It is already becoming this Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard thing or Antonio Gates played <laughs> basketball. Are you in, Jamie? I'm in. Jason? 100%. Peter? I'm so in. I'm fine. He's more than that. We will not mention the term Mr. Irrelevant as a program as it relates to Brock Purdy because his play has been that good and he's on a hell of a team. Yeah, he sure is. And, you know, the story was that his family was there, but the, the next level of it was his family was there because before the season they wanted to see Tom Brady play and they yeah. bought tickets. No joke. That's, That's right. why they're the like, we're going to make one trip out. <laughs> they bought tickets and it just so happens that their son was starting in the first career awesome. game. The Purdy's had an awesome day, and uh, the Niners are, are seriously making a statement. <laughs> but my statement win was the Eagles. I, you know, Maybe I'm just being biased because I was there in the building, but you felt just like a, a stampede coming once they walked into that building. Their fan base traveled well. They were all there in the crowd. And then the second this game started, it was it was all Eagles from going. The Giants, this isn't a four and seven Giants team that's like, you know, got nothing to fight for and just wants to play spoiler. The Giants are playing for their playoff lives here. And it was like they, they didn't belong on the same field as the Eagles. Hmm. Uh, Philly, you want to run it down our throats? Uh, they'll do that. You want to throw it through the air? They'll do that. You want to sack the quarterback? They'll do that. Special teams, excellent yesterday. They sacked Daniel Jones on the first two plays, uh, two of the first three plays of the game, and they came out just throwing. Jason, you mentioned it. Fourth and seven. <laughs> They're up seven nothing. They decide, let's go for it. Let's go for it. And they throw a touchdown pass to Devontae Smith. That is aggressive play calling. I said it earlier in the show. They are one of those teams you see off the bus and you're like, whoa, Maialata is huge. <laughs> Dominican Sue is still on Dominican Sue. Oh, gosh, they still have Fletcher Cox. Mm -hmm. Oh, and there comes Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey and Landon Dickers and the be the rest of the big boys. Oh, and then they've got these speeds. Like, they are stacked. They're loaded. The Eagles made a statement yesterday. That was supposed to be like a big game. Fox sent their number two crew. Everyone gonna watch. Guess what? Terrible game. They left that action also. They went to Houston and they went to see Houston oh, Dallas yeah? too. So Eagles and Niners might be on a collision course right now. If the Cowboys might have to send them to say, but like wow. Eagles to me, like really, really dominant yesterday. And they've got the the Bears and then the Cowboys the following mm -hmm. week. They might be on the same track. Yeah, 49ers and Eagles were really dominant, but I'm going to another team in the NFC. I'm going with the Carolina Panthers. Come on, baby. They won a game, and Kyle, this has been his team. He picked them in the division. They put themselves right here in the spot where if they went out 
They win their division and they are in the playoffs. And this is their remaining schedule, right? Steelers, Lions, Bucks, and Saints. They're finishing with two of the teams right there in the division. A great opportunity for this football team that when you look at it at one point, they fired their coach, traded away their best player. They just released Baker Mayfield. We were looking at Robbie Anderson on the sideline after Steve Wilkes, Wilkes took over. Kyle said, he gone. Takes off in the locker room. It was just like, my goodness, everything that could have went wrong had gone wrong for the Carolina Panthers. Steve Wilkes takes over. They've won three out of their last four. He's handled the quarterback situation. One week has been P.J. Walker, then Baker Mayfield. Sam Darnold's 2-0 as a starter for the Carolina Panthers. Who would have thought halfway through the season that we'd be saying, hey, Carolina, they have a chance to win this division and be in the playoffs host a playoff game possible. So for the Carolina Panthers, it was an impressive win because it put them right in a, right in a position they need to be in the driver's seat to control their own destiny. A great spot to be at this point in the Absolutely. season. Absolutely. Controlling your own destiny is hard when you have some hiccups to start yeah. your season, which that's where my team started. The Bengals were 500 through eight weeks of play. Now they've won five games straight. Mm -hmm. And I don't think this is a team you want to face down the stretch. Here's who they have to face and look at upwards. I'm talking up at the Baltimore Ravens because the Ravens beat them. They hold the tiebreaker. So the Bengals, winners of five games straight, thanks in large part to Joe Burrow and his return of his wide receivers and Jamar Chase, in particular from injury. Jamar Chase looked really good yesterday. Ten catches, 120 yards. But that's because Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins were hurt yesterday. Mm -hmm. He had to go out against the Browns defense that have had the Bengals number as of late and find Jamar Chase one after another after another. And they looked great. This team, I think, looks good. And the fact that they won a game like that against a team that could have shook them the way the Bengals have the Chiefs shook a little bit didn't happen against the Browns. Joe Burrow rose above. Joe Mixon returned to action. He looked great, too. Bengals are really impressive, but I just find how powerfully they're playing right now really fascinating, the fact that they still are in a wild card spot. Not lurking, but still behind the Ravens, smacking the wild card, but a really good and kind of a scary team in the wild card. Very scary. Ravens had a huge win. I, I want to ask you, uh, Chargers last night, big win, obviously, in the mm -hmm. playoff picture. Do we come away thinking, all right, that was the statement game for the Chargers because we have, as a collective show, been like, they've dropped the ball in all these big games, mm -hmm. and yet that was a huge victory, but... I don't know. This morning, do you feel like Chargers now? <laughs> no, I, I feel like that last, last wild card spot in the AFC is like a huge question mark. All right, now New England plays tonight. If they win the game, they're going to jump right back up into that wild card spot. So it's just like, is it New England? Have they done the enough for me to say? Like, so it's, it's it's tough right now. But I'm not all in on the Chargers. Now. There's a scale when it's in prime time of like how you win, who you played, and how they were playing. Mm -hmm. And the Dolphins are just not playing well right now. And so a Chargers win to me would have been really convincing if like Tua went off and Tyreek went off. 54-48 game. We just kind of limped. <laughs> See, I, I, want, had... I want the game where the defense dominates. Well, man. sure, but, and, but if the defense had dominated, it would have been great if the Dolphins were playing the yeah. way that we had seen them, but they had not. They had just lost the 49ers, and so that's why it doesn't feel as convincing mm -hmm. as I think as it could mm -hmm. Well, Peter, you just did a thing where you're like, are, are we like, Chargers! Yeah. I'm more like, Chargers! Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm kind of there, you know, but I think, never mind the Chargers, it's not a Charger question, it's a Jets and Patriots question. Because mm -hmm. the Chargers are in the playoffs right now. They're in. The Jets are not in, and the Patriots are not in, and then you got Raiders and teams. Steelers both losing kind of knocks them down. Yeah. yeah. Right? We were like, yeah. maybe they go on a run. Yeah. It's going to be one of those three Chargers, Jets, Patriots. Definitely. The Jets are really tough. They are. They just, it's just been a couple tough losses in a row. Mm -hmm. I feel like, it's tough to see Herbert and be like, 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with Mike White, White and those yeah, guys, yeah. but it's, that's but why it's tough. Right. I don't defense know is yet. really good. Well, the know. reason why it's so unsteady is because the game tonight, the Patriots at the Cardinals, like the Patriots yeah. could win and be in, and like that's yeah. it. It lasted for like 17 hours. So mm. this is why we watch. <laughs> you can watch on Saturday if you'd like. Football returns to the NFL in Week 15, and NFL Network is your home, your exclusive home for a special old triple header. It's Colts Vikings at 1 p.m. Eastern, then it's Ravens Browns at 4 p.m., then Dolphins Bills. The Dolphins, their third road game in three weeks against really good teams. That one is your nightcap. It's a Saturday showdown triple header all day this Saturday right here on NFL Network. It's the only place you can see it. But if you're on your phone, you're out and about, you can also stream it on NFL Plus because we all know that you have the Bluffs. The Bluffs coming up on Good Morning Football. Let's look back at week 14 and the huge performances, some of which deserve a GMFB game ball. Okay. Our picks are on the way. Game balls are fun. Yep. Love giving them up. Plus, if Derrick Henry is the king of angry runs, he's won six times. Tyler Lockett is maybe the best toe drag swagger of all time. <laughs> he really is. Yes. I remember back in the day, Michael Crabtree had a run where he was running the segment. But Nate's the expert on it, and Nate Burleson joins us next. That's a good, that's a good trivia question. Yeah. Doug Baldwin was very Baldwin, right? You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Nate Burleson, get back in here. <laughs> Nate Burleson, our dear friend. Hey. Good morning, football. You were uh, in the studio yesterday looking great in a nice blue sweater with a blazer over it. You always have the best looks, but you also have the best takes. Let's start with one of the best stories of Week 14. Brock Purdy and the 49ers beating yeah. the Buccaneers and Tom Brady. You guys are watching it in the studio. What was the reaction, and what did you think of what Purdy was able to do? Well, the way that you introed me is a way that I can intro Brock Purdy. All grit, all hustle. I mean, that's exactly what he is, right? Against all odds, this guy comes in. He doesn't just play a good game. He plays an amazing game. And I know you showed Mike White taking some shots during the game. So did Brock Purdy. He stood in that pocket and was taking shots to the chest, his chin, but he was delivering the ball to his playmakers, and then they made plays for him. Of course, his play was incredible. 
The offense looked good. Christian McCaffrey looked like he's rejuvenated. And then the defense is just stepping up, and they're one of the best in the business. Statistically, it shows you. But when you actually see this team play first quarter, second quarter, but in the second half, the defense is great. So with all that, it was already a fun game to watch. But the special moment for me was when you saw Brock's parents his pops, a proud papa sitting in the stands, literally wiping tears away as his son torches Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. What a moment, man. The NFL gives you all of the feels. Absolutely, Nate. Let's pass the torch. Let's go from the 49ers to the Lions, where they torched the Vikings yesterday. It was the Burleson Bowl, as some mm. refer to it, as you know these organizations, both of them. <laughs> Far too well. Lions walked away with a convincing win. Their playoff lives are alive and well. Their playoff hopes are alive and well. City mm -hmm. of Detroit, though, you have a feel for it. How do you think they're feeling after taking down Minnesota in a convincing fashion yesterday? I don't think they're as surprised as everybody else was. And you talked about it, how the, the Detroit Lions were favored, and everybody was sitting back saying, wait, wait a minute. Uh, how are the Detroit Lions favored against the Minnesota Vikings? I mean, you know, don't they have that backwards? No, but when you walked in that building, there was something special in the air. And talking to players on that squad, they weren't wavering on what Dan Campbell has said all year long. I just love the fact that the coaching staff continued to drill into these players' heads that we are a good team, that we've just had moments, and, and we've been in these games, and we're as good as anybody. Now they look in the mirror and they see a lion, not a cub. So I, I, I love the fact that this offense is starting to take shape. Let's give Jared Goff some credit. He's playing like one of the better quarterbacks in the league. And remember that trade. The trade was more about Matthew Stafford going to L.A., not Jared Goff coming to the Lions no he's balling right now and this wide receiver group is really starting to take shape yeah Jameis Wilson back he came back from um, an ACL you got Amal Rossi Brown who's been balling all year long DJ Chark is doing his thing I mean this is an offense that's that's really starting to show you that they can hit you from every level in the air and on the ground so shout out to the Lions a big big win everybody in Detroit what up though now the Vikings they're going to have to bounce back, so you got to pay attention to the game this weekend, Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern. It'll be the Colts-Vikings on the NFL Network. It's going to be a big-time game for the Vikings to find their groove again. It is going to be a big-time game, Nate. And you mentioned those Lions wide receivers. You know what time it is. Toe drag swag. Mm -hmm. Nate, you're always looking at defeat. Yeah. What was one you saw from this past week? Well, this is a guy that should be in the Hall of Fame when it comes to toe drag swag. He is as good as it gets. Tyler Lockett, check him out. He navigates his way through the zone. He goes to the back and ends. Oh, Geno kind of lost this one, and it goes a little long, but Tyler just tracks it down. He starts to pitter-pat before he even catches the ball, knowing exactly where he is in the back of the end zone, and then he gets those dead legs, as we call it, making sure those feet just rub up against the top of that grass. I mean, I knew it when the ball was in the air and I started seeing him look up for it. I knew it was going to be a touchdown. Anytime you throw him the ball near the sideline or in the back of the end zone, he's going to come down with it. So shout out to Tyler Lockett, man. If there is a toe drag swag Hall of Fame, he's first ballot all day long. Yeah, it's he's goat drag swag, Nate. I mean, he's unbelievable. He never doesn't come in with That's it. A he never doesn't get the right. second foot. We've been doing that segment here for right. six years. The only name I want to shout out, Michael Crabtree used to show up all the time when he was with the That's Raiders. Like, he would be in that segment That's constantly. Crabtree is in the Hall of Fame, too, fam. You know that. Hold on. <laughs> i got to get fact. to the game tonight. That's a fact. Um, DeAndre Hopkins would probably be in the toe drag swag Hall of Fame, too. But, Nate, let's, let's take back from yeah. due respect to a question about an Arizona Cardinals receiver. Let's talk about the Patriots. Patriots are now on yeah. the outside looking in. 
in. We were talking about this. The Chargers win last night. They had the seventh spot in the AFC playoffs. What are you feeling right now, Nate, about Belichick, about Mac, about that defense? Like, did they got a little run in him here in the last month, or like they're gonna be on the outside looking in? How do you feel? They play the Cardinals tonight. You know, initially I was thinking about the Arizona Cardinals and how much they needed this win. But the more I looked at this game, this is about the Patriots. I mean, listen, they got to correct some things. They lose this, I believe that's three in a row. And then the, the rest of the season, it's going to be tough for them. They got the Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills. Come on now, that is one tough stretch. So possibly going on a slide to end the season, that isn't good for any team, let alone the Bill Belichick-led Patriots. And now you have questions around the quarterback. All right, is Mac Jones really that guy? Is he that dude? Especially with these rumors floating around that Tom Brady could land back in New England to end his career right off in the sunset as a Patriot, you want to start to figure some things out. We've seen some really good moments from the defense, but it's the offense that really hasn't caught their rhythm. And that is surprising because Bill Belichick, one way or the other, is going to prove his genius on both sides of the ball. So this is a big-time win. You know, I hate to say must win because, let's be real, every right. single game of an NFL season is a must win. But in New England, I know the Patriots are feeling like this. They got to win this game up against a lesser opponent because you're going to face Hold some up. teams that on paper are better than you going into the final parts of the season. Nate, quickly, I just want to get your opinion on something we decided on Friday. We changed in the hunt to lurking. These teams <laughs> we're talking about are lurking. What do you feel about our change to the playoff picture? I, I like that. I like the, the lurking more than in the hunt. You know, it's very sneaky, sneaky. Um, but look at the teams yes, that are is. lurking. You know, <laughs> sneaky, sneaky like Mr. Deeds. Uh, but you know who I love more than any other team right now are the Jags. How about okay, that? Hey. Come on, baby. Your Jaguars. I'm just saying. <laughs> let's show some love. My Jaguars. Show some love to the Jags, <laughs> man. Wires. Where's Lenny Curry when you Absolutely. need him? Absolutely. Nate Burleson. Lenny yeah. Curry. Yeah. Lenny Curry, the mayor of Jacksonville. That's our yes. guy. The people's mayor. We appreciate you, Nate. Thank Thanks, you for Nate. the approval of Lurkin. That's right. All right, All right let's take a look at the uh, teams up in the AFC playoff picture as we head into Monday Night Football because that is where the New England Patriots lie, and they take on the Cardinals on Monday Night Football this evening. The Jets still hanging around, but we were really focused on the Chargers, Jets, and Patriots just a couple minutes ago and the vibes you get from these teams as they sit in this position. So here's to Tua Tungavailoa coming off a loss yesterday against the Chargers. Jason, what are your concerns, if mm. any, with the Dolphins quarterback? Yeah. You know him really well. You're Mr. Tua. Yeah, I love Tua. That's my guy. I but know. These last two weeks for them, you look at them, they're right now they're in that wild card spot. We talked about some of the teams below them. Tua's going to have to play better because as well as Miami's played throughout this season, now it's going to come down to how you finish for them to remain in the playoffs. Chargers beating them. They're another team that's in the hunt or lurking, as I should say. You have the Jets. You have the, the Patriots. So for them to play, they're playing well on defense, but they're not going to carry them. The same way we talked about the 49ers. They lose Jimmy Garoppolo. They have the best defense in football, and they don't need a ton from, from Purdy to be able to win football games. The Miami Dolphins, for them to win, for them to play as well as they did early on in the season, they need Tua to be at his best. And these past two weeks, has been off with some throws. I'm not going to pretend to know all the intricacies of their offense, but him and McDaniel have been fun to watch this entire season. And these last two weeks have not been it. And for them to make a run or to even remain in the playoffs, Tua's going to have to play a lot better. Well, you know, their, their defense was on the field for 80 plays against the 49ers. And then last night, you're watching it, and it's like – can't ask the defense to do everything. Yeah. You need a little bit of offense. You see the score, you're like, well, they kept it close. One of them was on a freak Tyreek yep. Hill fumble play, and one yep. of them was Tyreek just getting uh, Mike Davis's legs a little caught up, and Tyreek does what Tyreek does. Tyreek Hill is being considered an MVP this season. So then what are you, Tua? I, 
Huge, huge, huge game Saturday night on NFL Network against the Bills because it's not only two losses in a row and people starting to poke holes into the offense. It's bad performance. It's now cold weather and what you're going to have to do in January because if they do make the playoffs, they're going to have to go to either Cincinnati, Buffalo, Kansas City, Mm -hmm. one of these cold weather cities Mm -hmm. and at some point win a big game. And Tua, as of right now, the last two weeks, is, is casting some serious doubt as to whether he can be that guy to do mm-hmm. it. You get, you get a dud. You do. Everybody gets one. He had his dud against San Francisco. Mm-hmm. But the real ones, like, they don't put two duds together. Mm-hmm. They just don't. Like, the, 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 the Mahomes types and just their elite elite guys, you don't see back-to-back poor games. That's what we've had. This is a massive game. We all saying it. This, this game this weekend is like, you can't lose three in a row. You can't play poorly three times. You open up the conversation to the whole weather thing. Like, I, this is the biggest game of Tua's career this Saturday. That's what it is. He's got to have it. We heard Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth in the broadcast last night commenting, like, this is what the 49ers did to the Dolphins. They're doing it back-to-back. What I saw was that there was not, there were no slants. Those his slants that Tua would hit mm. and the guys, the speed guys, Tua and Jalen would just take off up the sideline. They just locked up the middle and they took that ball away. Well, they were on them. It wasn't a game where they came in playing back and playing zone and keeping everything yeah. in front. They got up in their face. So when they ran those slants, yeah. we saw Asante Samuel get in there and knock one down. Yeah. Mike Davis, they were right tight on those guys and covers the entire night. They weren't afraid of them running by. Them. Scary if a defense figures Really out. quickly, that in the hunt graphic that's changed to lurking, lurking. Mm-hmm. We've had a Twitter follower, a good one, Fresh402, says he got it all wrong. Lurking has to be in caps lock. I like, that's what I think. Lurking. Lurking. Yeah, it's, Lurking. It's, it makes it scarier. And, okay, we, have, we take it under consideration. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Saturday football, there's impactful games coming in week 15, and you're going to see these games on NFL Network on Saturday. It's your exclusive home of a really great triple header. It's Colts Vikings, 1 p.m. Eastern. Ravens Browns, 4 p.m. Eastern. Dolphins Bills, you got it, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's a Saturday show on Triple Header all day this Saturday, only on NFL Network and streaming on NFL Plus. Kyle, bump us out of here, will you? I would also like a little TM next to the word. Yeah. A little trademark. I love that. Or a little circle with an R. You know, I like that. Those. Ownership. Nobody steal lurking, all right? It's that. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Good morning, football. 
So many great stories in the NFL yesterday, and we're going to stick this to Sunday because I think Baker Mayfield still deserves a game ball from yeah. Thursday. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. If you at home were to give out a game ball to anybody, who would you give it to? Tweet the show. Jamie Erdahl, why don't you start us off? Who well, we've seen a lot of highlights from the 49ers beating up on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and mm-hmm. Brock Purdy played great, but I kind of want to give a game ball to all the coverage that we saw about Brock Purdy mm. not during the game. He wins this game, the first rookie quarterback to go up against Tom Brady and beat him. Six times they tried before. He's the first one to ever do it. His family comes. They bought these tickets, Peter said, to see Tom Brady play. In fact, they saw their son, their family member, Brock Purdy from Iowa State, play as a starting quarterback for the 49ers and beat him. Okay, so that was wonderful. The dad was crying. It was great. In the locker room after, these are from Bridget Condon, this coverage. A heart-to-heart with his head coach, Kyle Shanahan. They're just Mm -hmm. sitting, tete-a-tete, talking about the game plan. What do you think they're talking about, huh? Mm -hmm. You know, it looks, it doesn't look, it looks kind of somber, like an appreciate, like, hey, hey, young man, let's sit down and talk about what you just did, what you just accomplished, but what you also want to do moving forward. I love that picture, too. I love, like, it's like the Len Dawson with, like, the cigarette and the Fanta, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just a classic image of just coach, locker room with yeah. player. Your nugget about the Purdy family just getting the ticket so they could see Tom. Brady. They bought him before before they even knew that. It's like you're going to see, like, the Rolling Stones, and then your kid gets to play bass. Like, <laughs> that's, what the hell? that's pretty cool. Let's go to my answer here, and I'm going to show you five. Five names that uh, I think everybody's going to be familiar with. All right. weeks. <laughs> All right, these guys, uh, they stay healthy and they just dominate week after week. My game ball goes to the Eagles offensive line. And I know that's becoming almost trite at this point, And it's almost becoming a, a hackneyed thing to say because everyone's talking about their offensive line as much as their quarterback. But like, you watch this game. They just completely erased the Giants' defensive line, which is nothing to, to you know, roll your eyes at. Dexter Lawrence and Kayvon Thibodeau are two talented defensive players, but they just ran at will. Miles Sanders had 144 rushing yards and two touchdowns. He broke 1,000 yards. Huh. Like It was as if the Giants' defensive line did not belong on the same field as the Eagles' offensive mm. line. So mm. for all the running and for all the pass yeah. protection, but also the health, 13 starts, 13 starts, 13 yeah. starts, 12 Big. starts. Christmas album. They are doing a Christmas album, and they are the most dominant single offensive line unit. I think they're going to be a team that, that you have to watch down the stretch, and that unit right there might be the ones that carry them. Yeah. I'm going with my two guys on the Baltimore Ravens. We continue to talk about how well the Cincinnati Bengals are playing. No Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, those guys on defense, Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen, they got it done yesterday, both making interceptions. After the game, they even talked about Roquan, like you're not really a Raven until you beat the Steelers. Yeah. He was able to do that yesterday. He was asked about them two as a linebacker duo. He said they already are the best linebacker duo <laughs> in the NFL. Ooh, he said they're just getting started, though. Is a good we in, we out for tomorrow. A good we in, we out for <laughs> tomorrow. Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen getting it done, interceptions, and leading their team to victory without Lamar Jackson out there. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm going to go over the NFC. The Lions are on fire. They're one of the coolest stories in the league right now. I said it before. I think they're the third best team in the NFC right now, Mm -hmm. behind only Philly and San Francisco, and they're getting better. Jamison Williams, if you don't know the story, this is a wide receiver who blew up his knee in the college football national title game. They said, screw it. We're drafting him anyways. Number 12 overall. That's how much we like him. That's how talented he is. And that is his first NFL touch ever. It is a wide-open touchdown pass from Jared Goff. Welcome to the NFL. Guys, not only has he joined the Lions, he joins a very exclusive fraternity of rookies or players who've scored on their first NFL touch. You want to see some? Yeah. NFL touch 
scores. Let's go all the way back to the mid-90s. Rod Smith, undrafted Ooh, Missouri really? Southern. Really? This is week three of 1995. Elway finds Rod Smith. That's his first ever NFL catch in a shootout with Washington. He scores. You want another one? Yep. This is a more contemporary name. We all know him. He's going to play tonight, in fact. A.J. Green out of Georgia, fourth overall pick, 2011. That is his first NFL touch. Huh. It's a touchdown beating Joe Hayden and the Cleveland Browns. A.J. Green scores on his first touch. Another one on a bye this week. Robert Tanyan of the Green Bay Packers. Oh, Seattle. Uh, night. Yes, Thursday there night. There it is. Game. Peter, undrafted Peter out of where? Oh, Tanyan is from like Southern Illinois. No, same as Larry Bird. Yes. Uh, uh, Indiana, Indiana State. State. Indiana State. Uh, this is Robert Tanyan's Blue first ever NFL touch against the 12s Sycamore. and Seattle. Rodgers finds him in the end zone. And it's just a beautiful play. And, guys, there's a bunch of them. I just picked three that I liked. Mm. But I really like that Jamison Williams decides to rehab, get right, and the Lions just unleash him in a big game against Minnesota. First ever NFL touch, six points against the division rival so for awesome. a streaky Lions team. Mm -hmm. Jamison Williams, you get my game ball, man. You've earned it. Jamison awesome. Williams. And that's not just, like, the singular adversity he's faced. From East St. Louis goes to Ohio State, mm. buried in the wide receiver room, was at Ohio State with yeah. Burrow. They both leave, Alabama, LSU, and then here they are. In the there you NFL. go. It's awesome. Lions would kick the Vikings to the curb 34-23. Dan Campbell thrilled, rightfully so. And then here's the scene, which we always love to look at, after a final where Cousins, statistically great, doesn't matter, you lose this game, the Lions were really thrilled after. Talk about you guys being ready to go. You guys have been ready to go for six weeks, man. Mm -hmm. That's the way to come out and set the tone for the day. Yes, sir. It's exactly what you guys did. You didn't bat an eye. And guess what? It wasn't quite the cleanest game either. But that's okay, man. We did what we had to do, and we took control of that game. I want you guys to enjoy this because we earned that. We're earning all of them right now. You're playing good football. All right, we got to keep going. Dan Campbell, it's called a hottie toddy. It's hot water, lemon, <laughs> honey, splash of bourbon. It'll help that voice. It'll help it bounce back because you've got a long stretch ahead of you. Jason, what impressed you most about this Lions win over the Vikings yesterday? Jared Goff, you mentioned it there. He had three touchdown passes, but... He's just playing at such a high level right now, and there was so much being said about this game with the Lions being favored. He was on our show last week. We talked about him being the Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee. But more important, how well he's playing this season. We saw him get traded away from the Rams after taking them to the Super Bowl, and it was just, all right, Stafford goes to L.A., they win the Super Bowl. But now he's here with Detroit Lions. Year two, year, Dan Campbell's been there for a little while now, and they're starting to really take off. They're playing really good football right now, and a lot of it has to do with him. The offense has been putting up numbers since the beginning of the season and he has just been steady going out there and making the throw that needs to be made and flicking touchdown passes all over the place. DJ Chart on one side, Jameson Wilson, Williams down the middle. Jared Goff has been fun to watch this year on a team that's led by Dan Campbell that we fell in love with during hard knocks in the preseason and now they're starting to turn this thing over and they're starting to get wins. Started out one and six and now rolling. Can they do enough to make the playoffs? I don't know. That's yet to be seen but they're a team that's fun to watch yeah, right it's now. A, it's going to be a great bar argument 10 years from now. You can't do it now. They sure. traded Stafford, mm -hmm. and in return, they got a first-round pick in 2022, which they traded up, and they ended up getting J Jamison Williams. They have the Rams' first-round pick in this draft, which right now is the number four overall pick. Mm -hmm. They got Jared Goff. Mm -hmm. They got a third-round pick last year. And the, the Rams are paying most of Jared Goff's salary still. Mm. So it's like, yes, the Rams went all in and got their Super Bowl, and you think that's indefensible. Okay, that's the 
But the Lions have now laid the bedrock for the next thing. And I don't, you know, Ian had a great report yesterday. I don't think Jared Goff is just like a bridge quarterback to this next. Jared Goff might be the guy in Detroit. They've scored 25 points or more in four straight games. The first time a Lions team has done that since 1954. Wow. That includes the Barry Sanders teams wow. and the Calvin Johnson teams. I don't know if they make the playoffs this year. They might, but I know they're going to be a team I don't want to face over the next few years. They're so young. They're so good. And kudos to Jared Goff. Literally a phoenix rising. Literally a phoenix rising oh, from the ashes. Here. Quite literally a phoenix rising from the ashes. But like figuratively that. I mean, this is a guy that everyone not only buried, but then had their laughs and their hijinks last year. They, ah, oh, he had to go to Detroit. Look what he's doing right now. He's having a far better season than Stafford is. Hell yeah, he is. And listen, I think the Lions are a top eight NFL team right now. Hmm. I think they're the third best team in the NFC. I think they're behind Philadelphia, and I think they're behind San Francisco. I think they would beat Dallas right now if they mm. played. They are um, one incredible Josh Allen to Stephon Diggs throw away from winning six in a row. They went up against that day on Thanksgiving, the number one seed in the AFC, and were totally game. There's a prejudice maybe and a reluctance to accept them because you see that logo and you see that color and you grew up with the Lions. I think Lions fans themselves have it. I'm going to talk about Dan Campbell, and I am not going to quote Metallica. I'm not going to do an impression. I'm not going to say the word man. He is the man. It's beyond all that. This guy was looked at as he was going to be a clown and an imbecile and a punchline and a meme, and he's going to get fired, and they're one and six, and it's terrible, and hopefully you can get a job coaching the linebackers somewhere for, you know, the Baltimore Ravens. Or who the hell knows? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see where he catches on next year, you know? Hopefully he can get a job. Like a Ravens linebackers coach. Yeah, sounds good. Sure. Sounds like Dan Campbell. No, Lions head coach. Yeah. Lions head coach of one of the hottest teams in the league. And um, you know how hard it is? Like, he's stuck by his defensive coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the worst defense in history. You'd never see him stop anybody. Did you see Dalvin Cook yesterday? Neither did I. Yep. Seven straight games, the Detroit Lions have not allowed a 100-yard rusher. They hit, they play, they believe, they got it all going on, and I think it starts with Dan Campbell. Not a joke, not an impression, no reference to Master of Puppets. Just the master of his domain, Dan Campbell. I'm so impressed and so proud, man. Yeah. And he got him there. All these post-game speeches that we see from Dan Campbell, he's just like, you guys bought in. You're there. We arrived here together. They did. Jared Goff looks really good. But the guys he's throwing the ball to, the wide receivers, they're a plenty. I, I want to have a party with the Lions wide receiver room. They are having a blast. They're playing great. The Jamison Williams touchdown catch, great. So then this one moves on. DJ Shark. You know, when I saw this, frankly, I was kind of far away from my TV. I was like, wait, who was that? You know, was it Amon Ra No, it wasn't. Okay, was it Josh Reynolds? No. Okay, DJ Shark. Seriously. And frankly, a guy that is still this season in 2022 in the top five in stats for passing offense for the Lions was playing for the other team yesterday. TJ Hawkinson, a tight end, was traded midseason within the division to the Minnesota Vikings. He still is up there when you look at the stats for the Lions this season, and then they went ahead and they mm -hmm. beat up on the Minnesota Vikings. I think that plays great for the Lions. Mm -hmm. I think that makes their ownership and their management mm -hmm. look great for making a deal in season and beating the team That because there was a lot to yeah. laugh about with that. Like, I can't believe you're really doing this. In the division, mm -hmm. can't believe you do this. TJ Hawkinson was nowhere yesterday. The Lions were everywhere yesterday, mm -hmm. and they look really, really good. They really do. Vikings I, also traded that that Jamison Williams pick was from the Vikings. Uh, and usually you don't see interdivision. It almost felt like the Vikings were like, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had to add a fantasy wide receiver right two minutes before the game started yesterday, mm -hmm. and I see DJ Shark sitting there, and I'm like, nah, I'm not going right. to add DJ Shark. I should have added. You know, I added Robert Woods. Yeah. Sorry, I love you, Bobby Trees, <laughs> right? but like, I should have done Shark. Oh. He had a touchdown. I blew it. Oh. That's why I talked. I think Adam Rank had DJ oh. Shark this week. I know. I know. He got That's angry amazing. runs tomorrow. Celebrity angry runs. <laughs> Celebrity Celebrity angry runs. Runs tomorrow. Daniel coming. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. 
That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 